welcome to the podcast of the damned. I'm your host Ian, and joining me as always is my co-host Nico. How's it going, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Uh, well, apparently I'm doing better than you because you said you're full of the gold. Yeah, I've, I've definitely got something. There was something floating around the building site I was on. So yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure you'll be. I'm sure you'll be able to sit through here for the next hour and a half and talk to us about one of your favourite horror movies. Yeah, I thought I escaped it. That's the worst. But everyone else was like awful. Like last weekend monday tuesday and i'm like i'm fine and today i just feel like shit <laughs> oh well well you may have heard there we also have a very very special guest on today's show he is one of the hosts of the action and um, formerly the action drunkies now the cinema drunkies uh and also uh on the house that screams podcast one of our best friend podcasts one of our part of our podcast family it is mac doll star how's it going buddy hey thanks for having me guys no problem at all. I've been I've been really keen to get you on the show for quite some time, uh, and I'm really glad that we finally get to do this. and And on this movie as well, I think we can, we can we're going to have a great discussion today. I think so. I think so. <laughs> so as I just said, there you are uh, one of the co-hosts of the Cinema Drunkies, which was formerly the uh, the Action Drunkies, with that's right. Also a, a previous guest on this show, uh, Rob. Yeah, my brother. Yeah, um, your brother from another mother. Um, yes, yeah, so, so do you want to tell our listeners just a little bit about the Cinema Drunkies and what? Um, okay, so uh, I'm the co-host for the Cinema Drunkies, as uh, Ian stated, with my brother Rob, the Cinema Drunkie. Uh, we were the Action Drunkies, uh, but we wanted to expand our box instead of just uh, labeling us with action movies. So now we do all movies, which has been actually very fun. And I also, um, I sit on the panel over at the House of Screams with the lovely Candy and Sean and all those good people over there, where if you hear me, you probably know I'm not that knowledgeable in horror movies, <laughs> but I try. I give it my best. And then um, other than that, uh, I'm starting my stream, my gaming stream back up so, you know, people can catch me over there on Twitch, which would be Mac the All-Star, same as... Um, Everywhere else, anyone can find me social media-wise, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, other than that, and I'm doing some voiceover work, but that stuff hasn't come out yet. But when it does, I would definitely let you guys know. Awesome. Well, uh, for the listeners, you can find all the links to everything that Mac does in the description for this episode. And it will also be across our social medias as well during the release. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can do so. Just go to Twitter at Damned Podcast. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search for Podcast of the Damned. Uh, Nico, because now that you finally have Twitter, even though this since you got it, you've not even used it. <laughs> I, I, I've used it twice. <laughs> uh, where can our listeners find you? I've forgotten what my address. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nick, uh, at Nico twenty two Ross. There you go. That's what it is. Yeah. It's it's a bad Nico when I know your your social media handles better than you do. I, I, I don't use them, you know this. It'd be like, like that fa- sometimes. <laughs> I, I'm the older generation, I've got Facebook, that'll do me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that, man. <laughs> me, I, I'm across the ball. I'm just a, a young thing compared to you, Nico. <laughs> I feel like right now everybody is. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we are a horror podcast that deep dives into a different topic every single week in our quest to create a leaderboard of the best and worst horror movies of all time. This is episode number 28, and in today's show, Nico, we're uh, we're rekindling an old argument again on this show. 
Do, we don't have any argument with this movie. No, we don't know about this movie, but you know it's going to come up during the discussion. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Mark, we'll explain all in just a couple of minutes to you. Uh, we're talking about 1988's Child's Play. Um, Nico, before we get into it, do you know the, uh, the leaderboard? Where on the leaderboard, what score do you think Child's Play is going to end up with? I reckon it'll be just outside the top five. Just outside the top five. So, yeah. based on the leaderboard we have so far, that would put it uh, above Scream, Gremlins, American Psycho, The Lost Boys, The Shining. Ooh. Yeah, because like, <laughs> I don't know anyone who doesn't like this movie. That's, that's a, why I bet it'll be there. So it normably is on the. That's a that, bold claim, Nico. I'm gonna I'm gonna just put that out there right now. It's a bold claim. <laughs> Well, it all depends on what the critics say, and I reckon they loved it back in the day, if I remember rightly. Okay, okay, well, we'll get into it. So let's just jump straight into things then, and we are talking about Child's Play. Everyone has a birthday they'll always remember. Can we open my presents now, Mommy? He's something, isn't he? This is Andy's. Time for bed, Andy. Good night, baby. Good night, Aunt Maggie. Good night, Chucky. Everyone knows most accidents happen at home. How did that happen? This is no accident. Andy! I'm Detective Mike Norris. Homicide. Andy! Miss Peterson's dead, Miss Barclay. She fell from the kitchen window. Someone's moved in with the Barclay family. And so has terror. Mommy, I know who was on the counter. Andy! Who, Andy? Chucky. Nobody believes you about Chucky. For God's sake. Why won't you believe me? Because I'm sane. This is Barkley sane and rational. No one believes the truth. <laughs> or lives to tell it. There's nothing nice about murder. And there's nothing innocent about child's play. This movie was released in 1988, it was directed by Tom Holland and stars Catherine Hicks, Alex Vincent and Brad Dourif. The IMDb plot is as follows. A single mother gives her son a much sought after doll for his birthday, only to discover that it is possessed by the soul of a serial killer. Here's some taglines for this movie, Nico, uh, Mac, let us know what you think of these. This doll is killer. I like that one. <laughs> it's probably the best one. You'll wish it was only make-believe. Uh, uh, that just sounds like Disney just couldn't be uh, arsed. Yeah. I know it's not Disney, but it just sounds like that, you know? <laughs> Imagine this is a Disney film. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> oh, I kind of want a little Pixar remake of this. <laughs> oh, that would be crazy. 
Uh, he wants you for a new best friend. That just sounds slightly creepy. Yeah, well, there's, it a, does. Lot of, there's a lot of creepy shit going on in this movie. So, uh, anyways, Mac, as I was alluding to earlier, uh, on this show, me and Nico have had a, some minor disagreements, would you say, Nico? There, there's two movies we argue about. So, I don't know how you feel about these movies, uh, Mac. How do you feel about Doctor Sleep? I enjoyed it. Okay. Yes. And how do you feel about the Child's Play remake? Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I haven't watched it, but I also haven't had any interest into watching it. Yeah, no, I understand. I'd, I'd recommend sticking with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, on this show, me and Nico have very differing opinions about both of those movies. Um, Nico's a big fan of Doctor Sleep. I'm not a big fan of Doctor Sleep. Um, and I, despite the controversies surrounding the remake i actually think the remake's not that bad a film i think it's it's a decent entry i think my problem with the remake and i'll sorry to cut you off was no. just the look of chucky <laughs> i think i, think I said i think i said this over on um uh sledgehammer's horror show uh he looks like aj styles the the wrestler <laughs> and i i i i can't get on board with that <laughs> oh my oh, I'm now, I'm, I can't unsee that now. <laughs> no, listen. Pull it up. AJ Styles and the new Chucky, they almost look like they could be brothers. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I could see that now. Um, um, no. So, it's, yeah, it's, anyways. It's bad. It's really bad. I, I think it's... I, I, listen, I'm not sitting here saying it's an amazing film, but I think it's a decent enough film. It's. I think it's It's just slightly above average. But, Nico, you absolutely hate it. So, it's, it's a running gag, pretty much, yeah. on, on the, so, this show. My, my opinion on it is, how can you fuck up Child's Play with Mark Hamill playing Chucky? And they proved that they can't. Well, <laughs> well... If you, if Agree you, to disagree, if right? You, if you say so, Nico. <laughs> Anyways, um, but we're not here to talk about the remake of the Child's Play. We're here to talk about the original Child's Play, which was released in 1988. Nico, do you remember this coming out? I think I was about eight or nine. That's what I'm saying. If I remember rightly, it was one of those ones everyone wanted to go see. And I remember, like, it was one of the ones that we had watched at my mate's house in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, yeah, a bit mental. Yeah, so what, what, you watched it, like, how old would you say when you were when you first watched it? About eight or nine. About eight or nine, and did it did it scare you? Were you scared of Chucky? Well, it was a really awful copy, because back then you used to get the stolen, like, <laughs> videos, you know? <laughs> like, you, you, you got we, it from we, your parents. We at Podcast uh, of the Damned do not condone pirating any movies on videotape. <laughs> We don't, but when we're children, we don't know what our parents are doing. That's all. I'm right. <laughs> Look at you, just you're just selling your parents out to the police, the FBI. It, it wasn't. It wasn't my parents, so I don't care. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Mac, do you remember when you first saw this? Uh, let's see. I was born '84, so I definitely did not see it in theater. But I do remember um, catching it on over here in the states uh, channel. 11 or 7 they they showed movies late night and uh one night uh me and my sister were watching it and it was a little weird because i had a good guy doll so my (laughs) sister used to use like when we when i first watched that movie she was like see your doll's gonna come to life and kill you (laughs) like she used it to torment me that's why chucky scared me a lot when i was a child yeah i get that i get that that's what siblings are for though right (laughs) yeah of course of course (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't think we got the dolls over here because I don't remember anyone having. I don't. I mean, I was I was born in '91, so I I I'm I was a little late to the party here, but I. I never remember even like friends having like old good guy dolls or anything like that. I just don't think. Oh no, here. they were out over here, and I had one. <laughs> well, was it terrifying? Because if it was me and you were, it was your doll. I would deliberately move it places. So that and that's what she moved. used to do. Like nice. After nice. so like when we first watched that movie, I remember like wait, what's going on? Then I got up and went to the bathroom and came back to the room. And that doll was on the other side of the room. And then ever since that movie, until I got rid of that doll, she would move it. Like, I would leave the school, come back, and it would be somewhere else. Like, it was, it was, it was a little horrifying experience. Oh, wow. So, like, how, how close to the movie, like, obviously, aside from the killer doll aspect, how close to the movie were the actual dolls? Like, did they talk They're back? pretty, pretty, pretty spot on. And, uh, yeah, like, they, they, they did the whole little, I don't think they were named good guys. I think they were named something else, but it it was pre it was pretty spot on. The whole jumper suit and the whole nine, like oh, it was a little creepy. Well, that's so what was the three faces that it said? Oh uh, wait, what? <laughs> well, well, because the doll it's meant to have. Well, I think it was it was pretty much the same. Like, hey, I want to be your friend, and um, that's, like that's good crazy. guy, like. Like, you know, the standard stuff, I can't remember exactly what was the stuff coming out of the doll's mouth, but I know I checked to make sure mine had batteries <laughs> when, it did, when it did, when it did say something, and I did have D batteries in mine, so like, but my sister was like, it didn't matter, like, those batteries are dead type shit. <laughs> Well, that, that, can, that can be our sort of call out to our listeners for this episode. Um, email us and let us know if you had a good guy doll and any sort of spooky experiences you had of that. I think that would be good to maybe get some stories in on that. So if you did, had any spooky experiences or played any pranks on anyone with a good guy doll, let us know, podofthedamned at gmail.com. Because it was like yeah. a set. My sister had the girl and I had the boy because it, it was like kid sister or something like that, I think it was called. That's, cool. that's, that's really cool. I, I just I just think it's really weird that that's a thing that just didn't come over here at all, Nico. I just thought a female Chucky would be even creepier. I want to see that movie. <laughs> um, I think it's, it's Bride of Chucky, I think. Is that yeah. It? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, actually, one started with a female one instead. All right, okay. Oh, like, okay. uh, like how the 88 one was, but with a female. Yeah, all right, okay. that could be entertaining. So, let's uh, let's start getting down to this, this actual... Uh, movie then or at least more widely the franchise because child's play is um nico as you know like it's a movie we've talked about before i've talked about the sequel with rob in a previous life before um where where does the original rank for you guys in terms of the franchise in general because there was a lot of points on here like saying that the original's not most people's favorites mm. yeah yeah so, I, I know a lot of people that say that so Nico, like, Nico, what would you say is your sort of top one of the franchise? Where does this oh, one come? My favorite is Bride of Chocolate. Like, <laughs> you're a glutton for punishment, Nico. Yeah, ooh, I ooh, am. Ooh. Um, like, I, I do, I do love Tilly. She's brilliant at it. You, you. I also, like, I enjoy her too. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Um, Nico, you, you, you're a fan of just schlocky, fun slashers, though, aren't you? Yeah, I I love the the cheesier the better. Sometimes, like <laughs> you can just switch your brain off and watch people die. Like I I even like the one with Glenn, where Glenn gets a split personality. 
Right, yeah, you yeah. could like that one. A lot of people hate it, but I think that's brilliant. But you you hate the remake. <laughs> I hate the, the, like the remake is a ghost in the shell. That's okay. that's okay, it's okay, just okay. awful. Uh, Mark, what about you? Where does this one rank for you? What's your favorite of the franchise? So, as being someone who's not really initiated into the horror community like you guys, I tend to like the movies that scare me the most because it's hard to scare me. So, the first one is always going to go down as, like, my favorite mm -hmm. because I actually was scared with that movie. But um, if I had to choose, like, maybe one before that first one, I did, like, um, I believe was that the second one? Or the third one where he went to the military academy. Second, I think. I think it's second. The, yeah. I enjoyed that one a lot because when I was young, I wanted to go to a military academy. And then I found my... Um, usually people, when you watch movies, you like uh, grasp onto a character like, oh, man, that could be me. So I, uh, I'm a black guy. So the little black kid, I was like, man, that could have been me getting the good guy doll sent to me in military <laughs> school from my mom. Because my mom would be a good mom. So, but those two are like my favorite amongst the fran amongst the franchise. I did watch Cedar uh, Chucky and Bride of Chucky. I do love Tilly. Like I like her and a lot of stuff that she does. And I thought she was great in that. But kind of like uh, the story in like Cedar Chucky with the kid with his new Chucky doll baby. Like I don't know. That was a little much for me. So I stick with like one, two, and three. Amongst the franchise, I, w I like the most. I think I think that's pretty solid picks. For me, Child's Play 2 is, is my favorite of the franchise. Um, that was good. Yeah, uh, I think that that one just finds the balance towards the line between sort of comedy and horror. There's some really scary moments in that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that one that one for me definitely is, is my favorite of the franchise. But I do love this movie as well. This is, for me, still a really great movie. But So let's get into it a little bit. One of the things, though, that... I, I find when I'm watching this movie, because for a long time in this film, it's like, what, first sort of 45 minutes? First half, essentially. Mm. They're, they're kind of trying to trying to sort of red-herring the audience into maybe thinking that Andy is is the killer and not Chucky, you know? And Yeah. Part well, not really, because at the very start, it shows you no, him no, getting no. possessed. Well, this is what I'm saying, though. But then they they, they, yeah. they they have that opening scene, but then they go on to to play these sort of minor red herrings and things like that. And it just, it's, it's a, I feel like that's a little confusing because, you know, you've got, if you look at the movie poster, you've got Chucky on the movie poster holding a knife, you know. The, we've read out like the taglines the taglines give away that Chucky is the doll killer like you said mm. Nico, we've got that opening scene so I, I just found that like to be a little bit odd see I remember the original artwork for it it didn't have Chucky on it it had the dame falling out of the building oh really yeah yeah so that's he, what I, he, I was told yeah so it does it does sort of play it but it spoils it with him getting possessed at the start because you see all that up and you're like yeah the doll's possessed yeah but yeah the original artwork it had I think it was Chucky's eyes and then her falling out from either his mouth or the building next to where his mouth would be. It was something like that. And listen, and listen, don't get me wrong. Like, that opening scene, we've obviously, we, we get Brad Dourif. And I, I'm always happy to see Brad Dourif on my, on my screen because, you know, he's a horror icon at this point. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, that opening scene, they, 
I think maybe would have served better as a flashback, maybe like in the yeah. middle in the middle of the movie. You know, just before cut, you just, find out. Yeah, before you find out, or like after you find out, and then you get a little flashback of the, to what actually happened that night, or even have that opening scene, but cut the part where he actually transfers his body into the doll. So you still have that opening um, shootout, right? But it just cuts maybe like a, a minute earlier, just to leave that little bit of mystery. You know, because it, it is a big giveaway, isn't it? But it's, yeah. Uh, uh, Mac, how do you feel about the opening scene? Um, I so I I kind of take uh, stock of things as like, yeah, they shouldn't have showed it. They could have cut it, and it probably would have worked better for the whole aesthetic of the movie. But I kind of feel like they were putting you as like the viewer, as the eye of the whole narration of the movie, because like the scene where the f- the friend gets pushed out of the window. If you were a cop, you would have thought that kid did that. Oh, absolutely. Like, you would have been like, oh, there ain't no doll. That little kid is crazy, and he did that shit. But you as a viewer know it was the doll. So you got the feeling of when they were, like, telling her, like, yo, you sure your kid didn't do this? Where you're like, no, no, the kid didn't do it. But you're also going on the ride where no one believes you that it's a doll. Yeah, and I like the fact, uh, I like it, it sort of shows, because obviously we Andy knows, and eventually Karen in the film knows, and it doesn't actually take that long for her to finally sort of believe her child, which is something that doesn't really happen a lot in movies, you know, these people right. claim, you know, supernatural things are happening, or the doll killed her, or, the, or whatever, and a big horror trope, obviously, is that, you know, they never get believed, and it was, it, I think this one was quite refreshing in that, of course... Uh, initially, no one believed Andy that that Chucky was the killer because yeah, because now it's a crazy family. Yeah, like yeah. the mom yeah. is crazy, the kid is crazy. I enjoyed when she found out that the doll wasn't real because he he was on some uh, a word used that you probably heard it all like everybody uses like on some gangster shit. He's like <laughs> you stupid. He's like you stupid bitch. I was like oh shit. I love that scene so much. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, but it's funny as well because it actually probably comes up after like because it comes right after the big sort of shock of the movie mm-hmm. in terms of she has found that Chucky has no batteries in. Um, yeah, I just love that whole scene. It's it's a bit of a journey that scene. It's a bit of a roller coaster. Nico, see, I like her friend that gets turfed out the window. I I like her. I wish there was more of her. Uh, I thought that friend was a good friend. She was a yeah, good friend. She I I like. I like the bit where it's like, I think I dated him and all that sort of shit. I'm like, fucking, I love her. Eh? She's, just, she's just like the sort of, the, the gutsy friend, isn't she? Like she She's yeah. the sassy one and she has like us that little bit about her. Like, yeah, you definitely want her as your friend. Like, I was kind of gutted that she exited the movie as quickly as she did. Yeah, very know, fast. Even the date thing, she says, oh, it'll be the hottest date I've had uh, this month or something along that line. You're like, yep, yeah. Can I yeah, just I can say, see that. if we, we uh, I, don't, uh, I think I probably speak for most people, we've all had an arsehole boss like this guy, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's such a fucking dick. Like, you, ha- you have to work or you lose your job. I'm pretty sure you'd be fucked if I don't turn up, so screw you, motherfucker. I'm also right. right. I, I, listen, I'm not up on employment law in the United States. Obviously, things work very different here. I'm pretty sure you can't do that. So I will speak on that. Um, The private sector, like, he could have fired her. 
Yeah. Wow. You could do that like already. straight you know, up. Like know. I work for New York State, so if they wanted to fire me, it's a process. Mm-hmm. It could take about a year. In the private sector, they don't have to give you an excuse, a reason, or nothing. Wow. You're fired. So he could have if he wanted to. That's that yeah. to me. Is... Sorry, Nico. It used to be like that over here as well. I remember folks, their parents went in one day and the next day they were fired. It did used to work like that over here as well in the 80s and early 90s. That, see, to me, that's just crazy. And, and as someone who's worked in management before, you know, when, whenever <clears throat> whenever it comes a time that, you know, someone needs to be moved on, someone does need to be fired, someone, you know, for, for legit, even legitimate reasons, like you say, uh, Mark, it, it's a process, you know? Like, yeah. I remember once, like, we were going through this process, and it, I think it took about eight, nine months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To actually go through the, go the city through. and state will take that long, and sometimes you won't even get fired. Like, it'll turn into something else, and you're good. But the private sector, like, my wife works in the private sector, and if she got stupid with her boss, yeah, yeah they could just let her go, have a nice day. Yeah. That's, that's that's crazy to me in, in 2022 but uh but it's, it's like if you're working agency over here you can be fired within an hour i turn it up yeah there, I mean, there, oh, are, wow. there are certain contract types you know we have things called zero hour contracts as well which you can pretty much just not get not get invited mm. back and things like that so it does, there is still, i guess some of that over here so i guess yeah i'm really... cis that's what i'm working right now <laughs> i i, hey, I could I could genuinely show up to work and they'd be like, yeah, it's the last day. And you're like, fuck's sake, it's a Monday, you cunt. Because it's happened before. You miss a whole day, like a whole week's wage because you're trying to find someone else. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And That's... you said it. Uh, sorry, I cut you off again. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, but you said it. Like, we've all had a boss that was a dick like that. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? And even... It, it's, it's something that's as true as time. Like, someone gets a little bit of tenuous power... And they turn into, like, a tarantula ass. Yeah, we've all had that person who just goes on this massive power trip, you know. And and, and, real, and realistically, the power they have is, is very, very minor. Minuscule. <laughs> minuscule. Because if corporate Yo. came down, they can be gone just as fast as you. Yeah. You'll often find that's the cut that fucking probably is going to get fired. It's like mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. Anyways... Uh, moving on, um, the, well, I want to bring up a point because there are some. This is this is a movie that's genuine. Generally, I think seen as being, or at least the franchise as a whole, maybe slightly less this movie because I think this one does take a slightly more serious tone than a lot of the rest of the movies. But this is generally a franchise that's seen as being a light-hearted one, one that you know is filled with lots of jokes and one-liners and Chucky generally being quite amusing. But yeah. I wanted to talk briefly about one particular scene in this movie because it gets really fucking dark at one point um, when Karen is trying to find the homeless man to ask him That's about... That's not all you got. ...to ask him about the doll. And essentially, we get him attempting to rape her. Yeah. Which, to me, in this film, is just... It's so out of place in this it film. Is. Yeah. That um, I actually found that to be really quite i mean i've seen this film a hundred times so i'm not fi- i don't find it shocking anymore but i remember seeing it for the first time and being like oh shit like that, that's that that was really shocking to me oh that's the point of it so it's there to shock you i know yeah. but it just felt so out of place it's totally, oh yeah to- to- it was it's totally not in line with the rest of the film at all i think uh so, so i know my brother rob shares my sentiments on rape scenes, they kind of serve no purpose to me. Like, I get it. You want to show how savage someone is, mm-hmm. and that's, like, the ultimate savage. 
that he's yeah. gonna rape somebody. So like he's the ultimate. Like oh my god, he's such a fucking monster. But I kind of feel like films. There there are films out there where they sh- they show you uh, someone's monsterness, if that's even a word, without <laughs> resorting to something like that. So I agree with you, Ian. When I like at, when I was young, I might not really under really understood what that meant because I probably saw it when I was five the first time, maybe six. But now that I'm older and I've watched it again, I always get to that scene and I'm like, this is kind of pointless. Like, because as you say, I agree with you. I'm with you back on in in rape scenes and movies in general. They they tend to, for me, really serve no purpose. But in this movie, it's even more so because it's a a character that has ultimately absolutely zero bearing Mm -hmm. on what's going on as well. You know, this is the homeless guy. You only served the purpose to provide Karen with the Chucky doll. And that's it. Sorry, Nico. You can see it coming as well, so that's the thing. When he goes, uh, that side of town's a bit dangerous, you don't want to go there at that time of night. Mm. You, you know you know it's going to play on something that's just going to affect her, and nine times out of ten, that's going to be an attempted rape in the mm. 80s movies, at least. Because the 80s movies, they played on that a lot. It was yeah. Ultimate Women's Terror is what they used to play it on, and our movies built around that. That's how fucking savage the were in Hollywood at the time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's what they used to show, like, how savage someone was, like a kickboxer. I don't know if you guys checked that out. Everybody, like, me and Rob love that movie. There's a crazy rape scene in that movie that is kind of like, oh, I mean, all right, you, you're letting us know this guy's the worst of the worst. But did we really need to do that? Yeah, it's, 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 there, I think <clears throat> there's other far more creative ways in showing and being able to show how monstrous somebody is, how savage they are, I think I for for me it's it's just it's unnecessary. But. I would yo you like I I know it, killing a child is just as bad, but if you sh- like shot a child like framed it all frame, I would get more of a how savage you are than you raping a woman like. Yeah no like absolutely I think I think it's, it's for and for me. Obviously, you know, it doesn't ruin the movie for me here or anything, but it just is something no, that feels... No, it was just pointless. It's just something that feels really out of place. Um, just a quick side note, because I actually meant to ask you guys this um, before we sort of got into the movie. Have either of you seen the Chucky TV series that came out last year? I have seen not. You've seen two episodes. What do you think of it, Nico? Fucking loving it. <laughs> oh, so should I check that? I've heard... From a few people that, yo, you should watch that. I think, Matt, yeah. I, I've seen most of it. I'm about two episodes, I think, from the end, and I would recommend checking it out. It's, it's, listen, it's not perfect, and it's, it's a bit, it's a bit schlocky, isn't it, Nico? It's very cheesy. So I got yeah. from one of my friends that he enjoyed it. He's, he's watching it, but he's like, he, so y'all know the term woke. It's a term that's thrown out out here oh, very yeah, much. We, we know it. Okay, okay. So he claimed that the new series is very woke. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's very woke, would you, Nico? Okay. Because that's what well, well, he was no, like, eh. I mean, it's definitely it's something that's framed in a, 20, so a, a, a 2022 or 2021 when it was released light. Um, Saying almost, that, I have always seen two episodes. It might get more like that later on. Uh, <laughs> even, even then, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it particularly woke. There's there's some things in there that definitely wouldn't have been in there in you know the 1980s or or whatever. But you know, it's it's the time. It's the time it was released. It's, it's and that's like, what I said when he told me that. I was like, well, it is 2021. 
art usually imitates w what's going on. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, absolutely. Uh, but no, I would highly recommend checking it out. It's it's fun. It's cheesy. It's it's got all, and, and we've got all the cast back. You know, Brad Dourif's in it. Jennifer Tilly's in it. Uh, Fiona, oh. Fiona Dourif is in it as well. Uh, and uh, Alex Vincent is there. We've got Devin Sawa. Um, so a really, really solid cast. Obviously, all the old favorites. Don Mancini's back involved. So yeah, uh, if you get a chance to, Mark, hi I highly recommend checking it out. Oh, for sure. Me and my wife will probably check that out sometime today. At least an episode or two. I think it's. I think it's only about eight episodes long. The series as well. So it's not mm. a huge investment in time. And they've already announced season two's coming late at the end of Good. this year. I think. Good. <laughs> I mean, you're only two episodes in. I know, yeah, I know. I'm over that already, yeah. You're sold, you're sold. Um, okay, that's fine. Uh, yeah, if, you're, if you haven't checked that out at home as well, I, I highly recommend it. I'll shoot you a message after I watch the first couple of episodes. Yeah, do, do. Hey, we could, uh, Nico, we could maybe do a little bonus episode on that. Aye, right, go for that if you want. Ah, absolutely. Um, anyways, back to the movie. So let's talk about some of these kills then, because we've got quite a few in this film. Um, we'll, we'll start off with, with Maggie. She was sort of the first... Well, we obviously had Charles Lee Ray in the opening scene, but Maggie was the first sort of chucky victim. Um, she gets the hammer to the face. She falls out the window. I quite like this kill because I think there's a lot of build-up to this. You know, we yeah. get quite a few fake-outs. Um, and I don't know about you, but I, I really feel the fake-outs worked. I, I, I recently watched um, Scream 2022 in the cinema. One of the big problems I had with that movie was just... There were so many fake outs. It was just still not seen it yet. Still I haven't seen it yet neither. Um, also, I won't spoil it uh, anything for you. There's no spoilers here for that. If anyone at home would like to listen, I did a spoiler-free review of it just just to plug one of my earlier episodes. Um, but there is a lot of fake outs, and there's there's a particular scene where there's possibly like six or seven within the space of like two minutes. Mm, yeah, no, that's not. I don't like that. I know that's what's built, built on, that. but for me, that that just got it got so tired. Yeah, but when you do so much, like like all right now, now like can I get scared already? Like come on now. <laughs> yeah, it kind of it kind of for me just it, it ruins things a little bit. But for me, in this particular scene with, with Maggie, um, I I really thought they were really effective with the 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 fake outs because there's just a couple of them and then you get the big sort of kill what did you guys think of this this kill obviously it was creative as well you know with her getting thrown out the window and the big fall well, she's not thrown out she falls it's well, a bloody fall okay. but yeah I, I like the fact that you, it does hint that it's the kid and not chuck it because she just mm -hmm. oh, you know and then then the hit in the face but not being a dick she's just a clumsy bugger <laughs> I mean, if you got hit in the face with a hammer, I'm pretty sure you'd be a little clumsy for a few seconds. I mean, well, listen, I you, trip you over my feet down. all the time, so <laughs> I'm clumsy without getting hit with a hammer. So, like, and I'm a big guy. I tend once gravity starts leaning one way, it's it's over, Grover. But um, I how much momentum she gets though. That's the thing. She runs out that window. Well, suspension yeah. of disbelief, Nico. Come on, it's a horror movie. I mean, realistically, Chucky's small. His arms yeah. are small. How how fast and hard did he really swing that hammer? Probably not very. <laughs> Probably not very. I kind of feel like uh, you get that uh, sound when you swing a fake hammer. <laughs> and it looks like a toffee hammer. It's not even a 16-ouncer. Right. That, that well, work. that's the thing that confused me as well, because there's a few times we see Chucky wielding weapons in this movie, knives and hammers and things. And they all they, Aren't they all meant to be toys? Like, his toys? 
Because there's that scene at the end where he's carrying the one that has like the 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 red is it a red flame on it or something like that. Mm. Um, but which is sure it's clearly a toy knife. So I don't understand as well how he's attacking and killing people with these plastic hammers and I, things. I, I remember the toys from then. Yeah, you easily could kill a few folk with them. Like, like oh. I, I remember there was one playset, and it was just basically miniature tools. And I'm like, you would never get away with that now at all. Like, it, it, it was like a whole set of tools, but for a kid. And you're just thinking to yourself, what the fuck? Like, like it was mental. You know, on that uh, Maggie's uh, scene, I enjoyed the little after fact and uh, things they did like so she went out the window cops roll up there's little footprints and uh flower on the t on the table yeah. like I, I was like uh, I, I like i enjoy little touches like that yeah. i'm a i'm one of those watchers that i like i like uh tantalizing bits for my brain you know yeah, it's just it's just attention to detail isn't it as well yeah if you know like when we see that just a few seconds later you know, the, the detective checks Andy's shoes. Keith, uh, look at your shoes, Andy. Come on, let me see if and I... Then, oh, yeah, they're a bit the same size. And then, and then just a couple of seconds later, when he goes to the bedroom, we see Chucky, who's obviously wearing the same shoes. But if you notice, there's actual flower on his shoes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I, I, I like that as well, Mark. It's just those little bits of detail, isn't it? Like it shows. And for me, that's, that's the sort of things that really show that, you know, the, the creators, the writers, the director, they really care about what they're doing yeah. because they're willing to put in the time and effort to put in these attention to detail. Yeah, I, I must admit I did like that because it's, it's that bit where he's going, oh, look at your shoes, you know, as if he's just checking his shoes when he's actually really like, did you kill this bit? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I love that. Well, I want to talk a little bit as well about Andy because, you know, one of the sort of rules of, of uh, being in show business, as you will, is to not work with animals or children. And, you know, we, we're all fans of not just horror movies, we're all fans of cinema in general here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've all seen uh, a very varying range of performances from child actors and um, in that throughout, throughout history in movies. Obviously, here we've got young Alex Vincent, who's playing Andy. Um, how did you guys think he did, um, being so young in this movie? Do you think he was... Uh, I think he was quite convincing. I think he was pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm I thought... Bad. Oh, I my bad. Oh, sorry, on you go. No, no, you good, you good? No, I'll follow. You're, you're the guest. Uh, you oh, why, thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually didn't think his acting was uh, bad. I thought it was, like, spot on for a little kid. Especially when he would throw his tantrums about the doll being real, like I I get I I got the vibe that he was trying to uh, let me know that this doll is real. Maybe some things that I might have had problem with was more on the I guess direction and uh, writing, and we'll get to that when we go into our next death. So I won't spoil that now. <laughs> okay, uh, Nico. Yeah. I'm yeah, that bit where it's uh, Charles's mate, like, he does look scared when he's there himself with the doll. I quite like that. And like, oh, you, you wait there, I'm just going for a piss. You know, all that sort of <laughs> stuff. I, I, did, I did like that sort of shit, because that, that's just the type of kid I was. You know, I'm like, ah, I'll just be back in a bit and see you later, right? <laughs> Fucking God. Um, 
the, the scene, I'm, I'm with you again, Mark. You know, you're, you're th- talking about he's throwing that tantrum. It's actually, the, for me, the scene where he's he's locked in the hospital room and he actually starts sort of breaking down and crying when he knows that mm-hmm. he's coming for him. And I think that was that's one of the best, I think, on-screen children's cries I've, I've seen, to be honest with you. I think it's so believable. Um, it was a so, realistic one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, massively over the top. It wasn't really sort of dramatic. It was it was what, you, what children are like when they cry. So I don't know right. what they told him off camera. You know, you know, like your mother's <laughs> fucking dead. <laughs> well, I off off camera just hit my hammer. Well, his sister, <laughs> his, his sister was actually, I think, a little stunt double at times for Chucky. Mm. <laughs> um, so you know, maybe they told him something about that. Um, oh, you but... kicked her too hard. <laughs> <laughs> but, or uh... the exact opposite, the sister. Maybe she kicked him too hard. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, his sister was like like yours, Mark. He was she was just moving the Chucky doll around all the time on set. Um, yeah. So and it didn't tell him in costume. Just waited there for it to come in. Just ah. <laughs> I want to look, because obviously in the build-up to the death of Eddie Caputo, which we'll get onto in a second, obviously we have uh, Andy, who's, I almost forgot his name there, travelling on his own through, uh, it's mm. Chicago, the town, isn't it, the, the, the city that they're in. Um, now, obviously, again, I don't know about you, Nico, but you know, I'm not massively well-versed on you know my American cities, but I do know that Chicago is a place with, with that's quite notorious for its level of crime, right? Um, yes. So, yes. How how unadvisory would that be for a little eight? Is he eight? I think he's meant to be, or something like that, to be traveling through Chicago on his own on the train, on public transport, going up to houses in what looks like a, a pretty rough neighborhood. That 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 comes back to what I was like previously saying. That scene to me is the wildest of the whole movie because it's so unimprobable and so something that would never happen. Like, this little child. So I took the train. I live out here. I took the train, going to high school, all that good stuff. It's not like, yo, you got to go get a a token or ticket unless you're going to hop, which (laughs) is a no-no. That is a lawbreaker. So this little 88-year-old walking up to, can I get a a token? And no one said, hey, where the hell is your mother? But whatever. (laughs) Then he gets on this train, obviously... Chucky is telling him where to go. Get off on Canal Street, bro. That's like just a a random stop I threw out. And then he walks up to this house that's in obviously a crack-infested area. Chicago at that time, it's still wild to this day. So, like, I don't know. That that, that scene to me was the craziest. I'm like, yo, this little white eight-year-old boy is walking around in the slums, the ghettos, places where I don't want to go. And I could go. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> that whole scene is crazy. But, you know, visually, it was spot on. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what the ghetto looks like. And that is exactly what a crack house looks like. So, well, I mean, pros and cons there for that scene in general. Um, I, I do have an issue with the actual death as well, because there's no way that gas was on long enough to blow up the entire house. But... That's just me being pedantic, I think. Um, but yeah, no, um, Nico. There's, there, there's. I mean, we have, we have rough areas here, but I don't think we have really anything that's quite like that, do we? Uh, well, when I was that age, I stayed in the roughest area in the whole of Aberdeen. Mm. So okay, like, respect. And it, and it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as what that looked like. But saying that, when I was that age, I remember when we used to like go into town, whole group of us, 
I would be the first one on the bus when my mates would get on afterwards, and they never said anything to us. And that was when we were really young. <laughs> like, I, like, I ain't gonna fry. He looked like, yeah, he's supposed to be a, but he's a little ass white kid. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying nothing like race wise or nothing like that, but in the 80s, in those types of areas, no one messed with this little kid. Yeah, yeah, no. A cop driving by didn't say, this looks odd. <laughs> I mean, see, see, over here, they wouldn't have bought an island. Like, no, over you... here, you used to see kids that age catching the bus from Maastricht going into town. That's like a half hour, 45 minute bus journey. Mm. And they just they just wouldn't care. Like, they, they just assumed they were going to see the dad that's the divorced one. Because what they would do is just <laughs> chuck the kid on and then, ah, you're going to see your dad. That was basically it. The and dad see, you get that out here. Like, you will get stopped if you if they perceive that you shouldn't be in that area. And that little kid, definitely, I've been stopped many a times throughout my life, like, what are you doing over here? So that's a a big thing over here. Like, that shit does happen. So for no one to be like, yo, what is this little kid doing over here carrying this doll? And then the house explodes literally right behind him. Like, he's walking away. Like, I don't know. That was a wild scene for me. Yeah, just a little bit. I, I like your little shout out there, Nico, to Maastricht. The only place in Aberdeen where you can buy Father's Day cards in packs of five. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm about to get Listen, I'm going to come out there and visit you guys because I want to come out there. I want to see it, how that side of the world is living. Listen, it's, uh, it's nowhere near as dangerous as it used to be. It's fucking boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, like, I, I like, I mean,. Let's be real, like, because like you say, Nico, we're, we're from Aberdeen, and I think as a city, we get we get a pretty bad rap in terms of Scottish cities, right? Because um, it, it used to be a savage place. Yeah, it lived, like, it, the worst life expectancy in the whole UK at one point. Yeah, mm. and, you know, we're, we're like, we're an old, uh, we're an old fishing city, and, you know, we got, it sort of, we're a city that struck oil, essentially, aren't we? Yeah. Because that's what I've heard, Aber- Aberdeen is like, you know... I guess on the equivalent to like what uh like Bushwick is where I grew up in Brooklyn, which was a rough area like that. Yeah. Yeah, well, it definitely was, shit, but then we saw we had an oil and gas boom here. Uh, what when would you say Nico? Fucking 80s anyway, early yeah, 80s. Some of the but, 80s yeah. So we got this shit now. Yeah, Honestly, exactly. it's nothing. Yeah, so yeah, no, but I think it's I like, I like Aberdeen. I've been here my whole life. I'll, I like everything. Like I've been here my whole life. I'm not that I'm biased or anything. I fucking hate New York, and I've been here my whole life. New York, like, don't, like, this is, I. all right, so I love my city because this is where I was raised and shit. It's definitely a tourist spot. Everyone got to come to New York. They got to go to Manhattan. They got to see the tree. But if you live here, this yeah. state fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, I think that's always the thing, isn't it? Because you see about all these cities across the world, um, across America, across Europe, and things like that, and they, you know, there's such tourist traps. There's so much to go and do. They've got really beautiful things, but then you, conversely, you have to think of what it's actually like to live there. Oh, uh, they 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 pinch us for every goddamn penny and dime they can. Mm-hmm. It is the worst. Yeah. See? See, this is how bad Maastricht was. The worst thing that I remember doing, I won't go on about the running over thing, but uh, I remember one of the kids found a pocket of bullets and he threw them into a bonfire they used to do at Maastricht. All the fucking kids scattered. Oh, yeah, that's that's <laughs> dangerous as fuck. Yeah, yeah like, that, that's what it was like when I was a kid. Well, that's the thing as well, because there, there's, there's zero gun crime here now because yeah. um, of 
the well, it was essentially Dunblane, wasn't it? The, uh, yeah, we, we had ones. Was it always like that? No, no, well, we, no sorry, you had on. guns plenty, right? I, I remember this. You had guns everywhere. You had three gun shops on Union Street alone, which is the main street in Aberdeen. Hmm. And then I always thought it was like that, one, gun free. Well, we had one school shooting, and as soon as that school shooting happened, guns were banned. Like, all guns were gone. Yeah. And know. what was that? That was what, 95, 96? Yeah, something like that. Because I remember, mm. I remember I was in school that day. Um, um, I think I was like first primary one, primary two, something like that. So I would have been about five, six years old. And I remember coming out of school that day, one of my vivid memories, and just, you know, the playground was just full of parents. The playground was generally yeah. full of parents, but like every single parent was in the pay playground that day coming yeah. to pick up their kids. It was crazy. Mm, not out here. It is literally the modern day Wild West in the U.S. And it, what what makes it like hard for law-abiding citizens is uh, some states like mine, where like you, they we're not allowed to have guns. No one is allowed to have guns at all, mm -hmm. except the cops. But guns are so accessible out here. Criminals don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing, because like just our, our general police just don't have guns either here. You know, obviously we have yeah. armed response units for mm -hmm. uh, things like that. But you know, just our, our our police on the streets and that they they don't they don't have any guns. Over. Oh no, guns! Uh, you you probably hear it on the news, and you guys over there looking in like our box. Guns is like American thing. Like oh, everybody gotta have guns, guns. <laughs> yeah. But then I go to fill out to get mine, and it's like nah, 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 nah. nah. You live in New York City. You can't have a gun. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it's like oh, over here. Like I I remember going to gun shops, seeing stuff, getting put in my hand showed how to load stuff all that shit and i was like probably about eight nine years old mm -hmm. and yet fucking they just like eradicated guns over here all the shops closed almost overnight it was just insane how quick it disappeared yeah mm. yeah it was it was it was crazy anyways um dragging us back to to uh, the film uh, i want to talk a little bit about chucky here chucky obviously is an absolute icon in terms of horror villains. You know, Chucky is is one of the most recognizable, mm -hmm. one of the most famous horror villains of all time. But where would you rank Chucky as a horror villain? You know, on the show, anyone who's listened to me um, knows that I'm, I'm a Mikey guy. Michael Myers is my number one. Halloween's my favorite movie of all time. Um, Nico, I know you're a big fan of Leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that fucking terrifies me. I like the leprechaun, <laughs> though. Um, like, I have no clue why. Genuinely, that little shit fucking terrified the crap out of me when I was younger. <laughs> like, like, I'm, I'm watching folk get hucked to shit and everything, not giving a shit. As soon as I heard the, I'm the leprechaun, I'm like, no, I'm fucking out. See you later. Nah, bye. And all of our Irish listeners have just turned off. Thanks, Nico. <laughs> <laughs> That's a better one than Warwick Davis, because that's for sure. Fair enough. Um, Nico, so where does Chucky rank for you? Well, who's your number one? Where does Chucky rank? He's, he's in the top ten. Like, he's, oh, in, he's, in the, he's in the conversation, but put it this way, he's the one I'd most like to fucking face if it was after me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I could probably fuck Chucky up. Yeah, that's exactly that's, that's what I'm thinking too. You know? I'll beat the shit out of that doll so quick. I'd, I'd be swinging him for the leg. I get shit. Like he, he see, just looked like a postal. That's what he did, though. Head. He snuck you because he knew that you could probably. He would sneak us. 
He wouldn't yeah. come at us right up. He'll catch us and then really fuck us up and then walk above us and be like, yeah, what now, homie? Yeah, because you see that as actually the film progresses. And initially, you know, he's very sneaky, like you're saying. He sneaks up behind people, you know, he scares them. As he's getting more and more desperate as the movie goes on, he stops doing that. You know, he starts just confronting people outright and that's when he starts getting fucked up you know that's when he gets burned in the fire that's when he gets all his limbs shot off by the way i didn't know that karen was suddenly such a great shot (laughs) well she she is from chicago well that's true true. um but uh but yeah so like i I like that sort you see that evolution of that as as it goes on uh mac where where does he rank for you who's who's your favorite so are we are we talking like Monetary wise, or just like no, just just personal no, personal opinion, feeling. So I, I don't. I I know I might get raked across the coals. So my number one is probably gonna be Freddie, because I I do like uh, his straight assholeness. And <laughs> but, but he'll. Because that's but, my number one too. I forgot to mention. So yeah, I go. No I doubt. It, but he'll fuck you up. My yeah. number. My number two. Like so, Chucky for me would probably be in my maybe top six if I'm just going to, because I don't really watch horror like that to yeah. know, like, I know the standard Mike Myers, Jason, yeah. um, Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. I like Hellraiser. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? So Chucky will definitely be talked about in my top six, but if we're talking, like, monetary-wise, he's definitely top three. Well, you, you, think, you think of, like, the franchise as a whole, you think of... The horror villains that have spawned franchises, and obviously you've got your big three, haven't you? You've got your Michael Myers, you've got your Freddy, mm-hmm. you've got your Jason. They're they're the big three. But you know, yeah. you look beyond that, and you think, right? Well, I mean, how many? You Ch- uh, Child's Play's got what eight sequels and now mm-hmm. a TV series. Um, how many other films? And they've they've all had sort of re- varying but relative levels of success. You know, you mentioned Hellraiser there. Beyond Hellraiser three, I would say that the films have been just. You know, straight down into the toilet. Tiny, yeah. t- tiny, tiny budgets. I know we're getting sort of a reboot series. Uh, I think it's later this year, which I- I'm really excited for. I'm looking forward to that. Um, but as a- as a franchise, you know, it's not really held in the highest regards anymore. Neat, yeah. Um, and and you know, when you sit and look at some of those other, some of the other sort of villains, you know, you've got Ghostface, I guess. But Ghostface takes, you know. 10 years. I feel his popularity, obviously, for the time where the movie came out, because I had one of those blood-pumping uh, ghost face masks <laughs> one Halloween. But um, I think uh, Nicholas, or if you want to call you Nico, my bad for shouting out your full government. Um, <laughs> it is Sunday. Sunday names. Right, right. Uh, the Leprechaun, man, like, I should have definitely, because he's in my top six, because... Mm-hmm. I thought those three leprechauns, yeah, they got a little stupid towards the end, but um, that, that, it's a me, the leprechaun. I know that was horrible too, but my man ripped open some fat guy's stomach for a coin. My yeah. gold, uh, like, yeah, I, I, the leprechaun is up there too. That's good. Yeah. Well, no, Freddy is my number one. He's just taking the piss of it. Well, it's because he, he don't give a fuck. Like, he'll yeah. talk so much shit. And realistically, yeah, all right, he gets you in his dream, in your dreams. But he fuck you up when he put Johnny Depp on the ceiling of his waterbed. <laughs> like, yeah. like you, imagine being the parent walking into that room. Yeah. Like, yo, what the fuck just happened here? I, uh, I, I I know my mother would have been like, "What the fuck? I'm gonna kill that little boy." <laughs> <laughs> I uh, 
I uh, I remember being on the House of Screams. I think it was uh, I think it was Dream Warriors I was on for. And Dream Warriors. I, I, have to, I, have to go, I have to go play the clip now. Um, yeah, you do. Uh, and everyone on there, I can't remember if you were on that episode or not, man. I might have been. Um, was having this big debate about Freddy sort of versus Jason, not the movie, just as as sort of. You know, horror oh yeah, I remember that. And uh, I was just sitting there very quietly, just being like, "Yeah, I'm a Mikey guy." <laughs> Listen, I give Michael Myers like so that whole like I know the, you probably heard him talk about it over there. That first Halloween movie didn't really have much blood, but he was scary as fuck. Yeah, it was and so it was so intimidating and just he had the presence. I work with a a mentally unstable and like that's what I do for a living. And man, some of my guys can be very scary as fuck, and they haven't done nothing. It's because you know they could do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. It's all in the power of suggestion that movie, isn't yeah. it? And then you know, like you say, just showing sort of the, the sheer brutality of it, which is one of the reasons why. It's, it's... I just feel like if you're a fast runner, you should be able to get away from Jake, Jason, and Mikey. Like, yeah, same but, with Chucky. Know... He's got small legs. Yeah, Chucky too. But you can't see. But how do you run from Freddy? You gotta sleep at some point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> see, see, yeah, you're hitting all the things that I normally say. Well, I'll just, but, like, I'll just leave, and you two can finish this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, don't get it twisted. When Mikey got you, you done. Like you done. You're done. Ain't nothing you can do about it. You're gonna be fried. Yeah, there's no playing yeah. with Mikey. Um, but, but Freddy, as soon as you sleep, as as you said, as soon as you sleep, you're in his world. Like, nothing in that world is yours. Nothing at all. Yeah. Even in Dream Warriors, where they've all got powers and stuff, he still fucks them up because he controls everything else. Yeah, and you gotta go to sleep. I don't care yeah. how long you're gonna stay up, your brain will start taking micro naps, and then you, you're you fucked. That's actually yeah. one of the things I liked about the remake, is the sort of introduction of micro naps and, and, and things like that. I... I, I... I don't like the remake of mm. Nightmare on Elm Street, but I think... No, no, no. That that pedophile uh, line they go down, even though, like, whatever, that's the story of uh, yeah. Freddy, but how they really... I used to call you my little Nance. Yeah. Like, wait, yeah. what? Yeah, it's a bit... I don't like that. I think Jackie Earl Haley did a really good job with with the, the material he was given. Right. Um, and I do... I think there are a couple of small aspects of the movie that I think was done pretty well overall. It's just a bit of a trash remake. But I, I don't think it's as, as bad as people people tend to sort of say it is. But anyways... Well, don't take my word for it because I almost like everything. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you there. Like, he, he does do a good Freddy, but it's everything else that lets it down. Yeah, right. there's loads that let that film down. No, I'm totally yeah. And the um, thing is, you don't you don't need to say he's a pedo. Everyone knows he's a pedo from the original ones, anyway. Right, so that's right. It. That's it. Like it, it, it's implied. We all know. Yeah. Um. Anyways, back to back to child's play because we'll we'll start wrapping up this conversation before we get into some of our other segments. We've got a couple of other kills in there. Obviously, you've got uh, John, who's uh, uh, Charles Lee Ray's sort of voodoo master. I, I like that, that kill yeah. with the yeah, voodoo doll. Yeah. I thought that kill was fucking dope. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was actually pretty brutal because you see the leg breaks, you know, you see you see the damage that Chuck is actually yeah. doing. And it also put into my mind that stays to this day, I don't fuck with voodoo or anyone who practices voodoo. Oh yeah, like I'm not fucking with that shit. <laughs> like even if it's real or not, like I I don't even want to bother to find out. 
No, I don't want to take that chance. Um, you've also got the death. I'd, I'd give it a go. Oh, of course no, you would. No, you sick son oh, of, of a bitch. Of course you would, Nico. Of course you would. Um, you've also got Dr. Ardmore's death, when he gets, you know, the electroshock therapy um, helmet thing. I don't know what you would call it. Um, and just gets electrocuted. I actually really like this death as well. I think this death's pretty brutal because you just see the, the, the fa his face just changing and changing every time it cuts to it. You know, it gets. A Yo, but Chucky's hands are so little, man. <laughs> how is he? How is he getting this cap on you? And then, like, he's so small, he has to walk to that booth. He has to climb up to the dials, like. Yeah. You know what? This, he prepped that shit. You, you know what it reminds me of, Nico? Remember when we did the cottage? And yeah. there's that scene where Reese Shearsmith's like crawling away and it just goes on and on and then even he just goes, this is taking ages. Yeah. <laughs> it just reminds me of that. But the, the thing is, quickly back to the voodoo one, I love that whole voodoo aspect in this. Like the whole him being possessed and then him going, oh, you've got to go into the kid's body. I loved all that shit. Like it, it gives it that extra twist, you know? Because before that, you know Chucky was planning on killing that kid. Yeah. And now he's like, he's like, ah, Fuck, I've got to keep a little bastard yeah, alive. Yeah, because, like, realistically think about it. Like, yo, if you voodooed yourself into the doll, like, I have, I don't have dolls. I got mad Goku and uh, anime figures because I'm big in anime. I'm thinking now, if I did a spell to get into one of these damn figures, like, they don't have no human anatomy and shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, but well, you see when Chucky gets shot. Right, right. Like, you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I did like that aspect. Like, yeah, you got to get out of this fake body because it is a fake body. Yeah. I, 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 because I like... it's becoming human. I like that whole, because it's becoming human. Well, That's gives, how it, he's evolving through it. It gives so it, it, it gives the character motive as well because exactly, up until yeah. that point, there is no real motive for Chucky other than just being uh, a serial killer. Unlike, shit. unlike switching off your safety settings, I. Oh, yeah. oh Nico. Right, well, I'm just gonna, no, I'm just gonna ignore that. Um, the last thing that I want to touch on, and then you guys can have the floor to bring up anything else that you want to talk about, is this is this sort of big finale scene. Um, there's a really great line in this when uh, from Andy actually when uh, he just as he's about to burn Chucky, he gets that that, that and you'll know uh, Mac from from all the reviews you've done on action movies. You know, you, mad one-liners they're absolutely packed mm, the best if you talk about like you know arnie and sylvester's and, and all those yeah. sorts of people you know they're absolutely packed with it i actually love the fact andy just just as he's about to drop the map he just goes this is the end friend um, uh, i think that's such a cool line for this little kid it came out robotic to me though when i first heard it yeah 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 but i enjoyed the line but just Every time I say it now, I tend to say it in a robotic type way. <laughs> like... <laughs> but um, but wider point about this whole sort of end scene, I, I personally feel this whole big finale is a little drawn out. You know, yeah. Chucky just keeps coming back and keeps coming back. See, they just... Sorry, Nico. I like, I like the way they draw out from when the mates they're going, I, you really expect me to believe about the doll? You, like, they've got that in frame that he's going to be coming out there. You know it's coming. Yeah. You know that it's going to happen. And it's the way he's holding the head and everything, so you know it's going to be fucking done that way. And it's it's not a scare, but it builds to the whole conclusion. It's like, fuck, now we've got an hour witness. He's going to get off with it. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? The kid's, the kid's finally going to get off with it. Because all the way through, you've got two things playing in your head. You've got the kid's going to get done for all these murders, even though he mm -hmm. never did them. And nobody believes him about this fucking doll. The doll's killing everyone. And that, that 
that juggles it for me. That that gets me a bit more. Now you're right, because I did like when uh the the cop like got attacked. Like, oh, so now you know he went back uh, to the department. Like, yo, that shit, that kid ain't crazy. That shit yep. was real. That door was fucking real. Now they might have thought he was crazy. Yeah. And definitely had to go see a shrink. But then that brings me to you as Andy. Like, all right, Chucky's dead. It's over. How do you go on with life, though? Like, I, everything, oh, yeah. nothing, nothing is fake to me. Like, I don't know, I would probably spend thousands of hours in therapy because anything you look at, like a, a teddy bear you walk past, could turn into some shit to try to kill you. And you know it to be a fact, even though yeah. it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, because it, it's that whole thing where if, if that guy hadn't been attacked, you've got the cop in the mother's name, and the cop's blatantly trying to shag the mum the whole way through. Like, <laughs> 100%. 100%. <laughs> We've not even yeah. I love the I love that because like her best friend's just been murdered and he's trying it on with her and she's uh yeah that's uh <laughs> that's Can just... you can you help me with this killer doll first and then we can talk? <laughs> yeah. I've, he he's basically gone. Ah oh, yeah, your mate Steve, but you fancy a pump. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, it's nuts cuz like if it isn't for the other guy, it's not explained. So he gets all. away with it because mm -hmm. of that. Because yeah. otherwise, there's reasons for them lying. The mother and the guy trying to shag the mother. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's what I would say if I was like his captain. Oh, you just trying to you trying to have sex with this mom, bro? <laughs> yeah. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> well, like, like, dude, can I talk to you in the office a minute? Right, like, we've been in touch with HR. Yeah, like. <laughs> Well, that's all I've got on my list of notes for points that I want to raise up. I'll open up the floor to you guys. Nico, is there anything you want to talk about that we've not yet covered on this film? See, not not this film, but the franchise in total. I like, I I like this one, and I like like the Bride of Chuck, the ones that get sillier. Mm -hmm. But the ones in the middle, and the ones that were bond over here, that's the ones that most people I know have said that they preferred the best. And that's like three, I think it was, was the bond mm -hmm. one. So yeah, it's it's interesting to touch on how the the doll evolves through that and even grows anatomy. Like, basically, he becomes a human doll with a penis and everything. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo, you know, like, hey, yo, yeah, a hundred percent right. See, like, so for me, like, all right, yeah, the first one is always probably gonna be like the one if I see it on TV, I'll stop. Actually, one, two, or three. If it's on, like, I'll stop and watch. Uh, Bride and Cedar Chucky, I enjoyed those because they were sillier. Uh, then, like, you know, I didn't get into the cult of Chucky. I kind of dug the idea that there was a group of people, like, you know, all fucking crazy. And then Chucky, I, I, I didn't watch it, so I don't know, like, how that worked out. But then I feel like they turned into, like, some Chucky followers. And then, so that just shows you how far this franchise or this villain or slasher has come. He went from just fucking with this one kid, Andy, yeah. to now yeah. any anybody can get it. Yeah, Anyone can get it into the Chucky franchise, almost like the Leprechaun, coming back to that. Like, if you got these gold coins, you're going to get it. Yeah. 
Uh, Nico, just to, just in case you want to fill your Sunday evening, both Bride and Seed of Chucky are on Netflix here in the UK. Oh, look at that! Yeah, I thought. I Fancy a double feature? <laughs> I, I know um, what I'm doing after this. <laughs> Mac, is there anything else about Child's Play that you'd like to touch upon before we move on? Uh, no, I think I think we covered it pretty much. Now, if you guys ever decide to do like a two ep- uh, one episode for two and three, I'm down for that. And, uh, nah, yeah, no, I think we did pretty good work here today. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, no, that would be awesome. We definitely will be covering the sequels at some oh, point, definitely. so we'll be in touch with that. But we've got a few more segments to get through before the episode is over, so yeah, we shall let's do it. move on but, to our... But before we do, <coughs> which, it's, it's annoying my head now, and I can't remember which one it is. Which one's the Bond one over here? The Bond one? Yeah, there was one Bond over here because of the whole, like, child killing thing oh you got banned movies banned child yeah. play banned child well, i'm not sure nico i would need to double check i, I didn't look that up oh, okay because I, I know there's one of the franchise that was banned over here i think it's three but i might be wrong yeah. what's three's win uh with the the new kid right uh, or no no wait so two is when they got adopted and yes. then three's the military school yeah right so I mean, I'm I I like three. I like the whole. And now it is crazy how he switches out bullets for uh, paint bullets for real bullets with them little ass fucking hands. But <laughs> yeah. w- whatever. Like I thought that was like actually slick yeah. to get the other people to kill each other, and him not phys- like he physically orchestrated it, but he didn't like pull the trigger. Yeah. But was that not based off of something that happened over the states? I don't. Like I don't know of any. I know we've got obviously a wide number of school shootings, but um. Oh no! Don't I don't a school shooting. I mean, uh, somebody was shot, but they the person got off with it because the bullets have been changed. I can't remember. That's what I was gonna say. I don't remember any story like that happening. But I wouldn't be surprised. And if you Google it, probably there's probably is an instance like that. Like, 90s is bringing a bell. I think it was in the 90s it happened. Because I remember it being over here, and everyone was like, fucking hell, how's that possible? But, yeah. Well, you everyone knows the uh, Brandon Lee. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? There was supposed to be no bullet, real bullet in that, but there was, uh, like, a real bullet. Bullet frogman. There was a yeah. bullet frogman. Mm-hmm. got more recently as well, that, that yeah. situation with Alec Baldwin as well. So what happened with that one? I don't actually know the whole thing. Well, the Alec Baldwin one. I know he shot somebody, but what, so how essentially, the hell I think, I think, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I think essentially the the the, the gun, the gunsmith on set and the safety people yeah. didn't do all their safety protocols. I think like the, the head, the head of that department was actually not on set at the time and Fuck. someone else didn't do all the checks properly and, and the gun ended up being loaded. Oh, yeah, Hand, handed him a loaded gun. Here you go, Alec. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. But did, not... did he not fire it more than once as well, though? No, I think he said. From what I like, I said it's a still evolving situation. Yeah. But from what I think I read, he was doing like a holster draw. Yeah. And like a fire, like like from the holster, like I don't know. And I think it was that one time. Yeah. It's scary to think though. You go to work and. Uh, yeah, end up killing someone. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. with that being said, we shall now move on to our next segment, which is the trivia. I'm sure if we bashed your head in, all sorts of secrets would come tumbling out. 
Mm. We'll start off as we normally do with the finances. Uh, budget for this movie coming in at nine million dollars, grossed worldwide in its initial run forty four point one million dollars. So oh, that's a good comeback. That's a pretty big success, and then went on to span the franchise that it did. So overall, Child's Play probably one of the most profitable horror franchises of all time. Definitely up there with with some of the big guys because it it just made a fucking shit ton of money. Yeah. Um, so Maggie's death scene. Obviously, we talked quite in depth about the deaths of Maggie and you know her getting hit in the face with a hammer. The original script actually had her dying with Chucky electrocuting her in the bath. Ooh, I would have went for I'd, some of that. Yeah, I'd, I'd preferred that. <laughs> well, I think it, I, th- <laughs> I think I think that would have been a little bit sort of more believable as well because Chucky, you know, again that doesn't involve him being particularly powerful. He just needs to you know dump something electrical. Yeah, I mean I've taken showers at my friend's house, but I don't know if I would ever take a bath. Yeah, you are you are ba- you are babysitting like. <laughs> you gotta remember, you gotta remember. But then there wasn't that much showers though. Well, there wasn't over here anyway. Everyone took a bath. Yeah, I mean, but you bath. are still babysitting. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could go, you're going home when the mom comes yeah, back. Yeah, I would just maybe wait right, but, until I get home. <laughs> you know, maybe see but, if she's got some deodorant around the house or something. Yeah, well, there was cake powder out, so yeah. maybe she, she got has, dirty. Yeah, she has just finished work. You, you tend to do it then. Well, some people like it to, like to do it in the morning, Nico. Well, some people like to do it at night and in the morning. <laughs> no, I, I get it, but I mean, like, you're going home. Yeah. Like, if I was going to take a shower, I'd probably, or bath, I would probably wait until yeah, till I'm, I'm, I'm done my second shift, because that's yeah. pretty much what it was, essentially. Yeah, She's working you, a I'm, double. I'm with you, Mark. I'd wait like <laughs> But I, I, I would not have mind. Depending. <laughs> Depending how nice that bath is, I probably would fucking use it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I give you that. You maybe see if she's got you know some nice potions there or something. I'd, I'd be like, well, how good's their bubble bath? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the original working title for this film was "Batteries Not Included." Um, before uh, it then got changed to "Blood Buddy" before they finally settled on "Child's Play." What do you think of those uh, alternate titles? Those words. I could have fucked with "Batteries Not Included." I would have. Yeah, I like yeah. that one. Nico? See, I thought it was going to be called "Blood Brothers." Blood Buddy. Or Blood, Blood Brother or something. I remember that being because I remember on the pirate. But uh, sorry, don't count on piracy. <laughs> I, I remember it didn't say "Child's Play." It said "Blood Buddy." Yeah. So yeah. Oh. Um, uh, blood, blood brother, sorry. Oh, I think maybe they changed those because, all right, really, batteries not included sounds like uh, some science science fiction type movie. And, oh, and there uh, is a movie called that that was massive in the eighties, <laughs> right? And then you got a uh, blood buddy that kind like imagine the sequel to that, Blood Buddy Two. Like that just doesn't <laughs> sound good, you know. Sequel to ba- the sequel to batteries not included is just batteries. Are included, <laughs> right? Like, you, where are you going from that? <laughs> the sequel that is. <laughs> so, Nico, I know you like these. So, Charles Lee Ray, um, orig- people who were originally considered to play Charles Lee Ray and voice Chucky, I've got two for you, Nico. Ooh. Uh, so, first up, we've got Gary Oldman. Jesus, that would have been good. Gary Oldman is fucking good in everything. He, he's yeah. Um, and other. Secondly, I've got John Lithgow. No, no, yeah, you can change it to Gary Oldman. That'll do fine, thank you very much. 
Mark, what would you have thought of a, a, a Child's Play movie with either of those two folk? Uh, uh, Gary Oldman for sure. Yeah. I don't even know who that second person is, and that name sounds horrible. John so. Lithgow um, is uh, Third Rock from the third Sun. Ro- third uh, Rock from Dexter. The sun. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> he he could play a villain quite well in his voice. Yes. Yeah, but his not voice not, not here. Dull, but yeah, no, I agree. Not here. Um, also in the original script, because there was quite a few changes from that. Uh, the uh, the director actually wanted Charles Lee Ray to play Andy's father rather than just random serial killer. Ooh, I would have liked that little little, oh, yeah. little, little twisty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would have been a bit... That whole, that whole thing where he says, uh, your father sent me to look after you or something yeah. in the grave, that's creepy as shit. <laughs> and it would have worked if he it, was yeah. really his father. Yeah. Oh, man, that, they, I, they missed something with that. Yeah. I think yeah. Instead of it being Doddy Sedmitz. Oh man, that you know would have gave mean? that would have even gave the whole franchise just a more a, a little bit more cohesive tie-in. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. But saying that, you would have needed him in every fucking sequel after that instead of just the couple, you know. That's true. That's true. Um, Ed Gale, who was uh, hired to play one of Chucky's stunt doubles. Uh, especially, particularly the the one where he's thrown into the fire, because it's very obvious <laughs> during that scene that it's not a doll. <laughs> it's it's a real yeah. person. He was just in a fireproof suit. He was around thirty percent taller than the doll, so to make it look realistic, the filmmakers actually created a living room stage that was thirty percent bigger than than re- the real life one. Oh shit, which, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that's cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah no, that's yeah. crazy. Um, I like it. We've also got a... Well, it, it is where midget throw was invented, so that's the problem. Uh, <laughs> we, don't yeah. them, we don't call them midgets anymore. Little people Little throws. Little people. No, but that, that's what you can still get that over here. If you look it up, you can still hire it. And that's what it's called. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've only got a couple of pieces left. Uh, so, obviously, Chucky hacking through the bedroom door is a reference to The Shining. Um, but... Is it? No. <laughs> um, Shining, the, the last episode that me and Nico covered. That's why I'm saying it. Sorry, I should um, explain that one. Brad Dourif obviously appeared, previously appeared in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest with Jack Nicholson and Scatman Crothers, so got a little bit of a tie in there. And finally, you've got Chucky's full name, Charles Lee Ray, is derived from the names of notorious killers, so it's... Oh, from... I know this. What was it again? It was Charles Manson. Yeah. Uh, oh, I used to know this. You don't I can't know remember it. who it was. I don't know this. Yeah. Uh, so no, it's... I did know this. It's it's like, oh, it's got to annoy me now. Well, if you just... Oh, go if, for I, it. I can tell you. Oh, <laughs> no, I remember, I remember, I remember. It's Charles Manson. It's the guy that shot Kennedy. Lee Harvey Oswald. That's the one. And, and, ah, fucking brain work. <laughs> no, I can't remember the last uh, one. James Earl Ray, who obviously assassinated Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where Charles Lee Ray comes from. Um, that's it. That's what I've got for trivia and just random fun facts about the movie. Nico, Mark, anything else? Uh, do you know any other bits of trivia off the top of your head? Nico, you're always a fountain of knowledge. Nah, it was just the name thing I just used to know, but uh, my brain's like broken today because I'm slightly ill. Nico, your, brain, your brain's broken every day. <laughs> this is true. Anyone who's listened to Nico's two trivia challenges would know that your brain is broken. <laughs> That's only because it was against the timer. I do not do well. Put it this way, right? You have two to contend with for the quiz at the end. 
they're both me, you're going to be first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, then, let's move on to our next segment, which is the ratings and the reviews. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. As usual, we'll start off with the critics' scores. IMDb gave this movie a 6.6 out of 10. Metacritic giving it a 5.8 out of 10. The Rotten Tomatoes critics giving it 71% fresh. The Rotten Tomatoes audience scoring it 63%. Critics consensus, Child's Play occasionally stumbles across its tonal tightrope of comedy and horror, but its genuinely creepy monster and some deft direction by Tom Holland makes this chiller stand out on the shelf. We also throw it out to you guys, our followers and listeners, asking for your scores and opinions. On average, you guys, our listeners, gave this movie a 7.5 out of 10. Uh, I'd prefer you dead on Twitter says probably an 8. It's not the greatest movie ever, but all these years later, it holds up well for acting, storyline and special effects. Uh, Ren, Ren got really into this one. Uh, so uh, I think the concept of the movie is a bit ridiculous with the voodoo and passing the soul into a doll, but the thought of your toy, something that should be nothing but joy for you as a child, is trying to murder you and take over your body is terrifying. This would be a great go for the throat intro to horror for a new younger person that wants to get into the genre. A younger viewer uh, wouldn't necessarily pick up on all the shortcomings you do notice as an adult, mostly in the human actors and the wonky pacing. As far as Chucky goes, he's iconic. A foul-mouthed, murderous doll is both hysterical and terrifying. As the series move along, Durriff starts to settle in with the likes of Robert England with the sadistic but funny one-liners. Seriously, don't fuck with the Chuck is gold. Uh, the only downfall is that you seriously have to suspend your beliefs when it comes to his adult victims as they shouldn't be that dumb and they should be able to just manhandle him. He works best when his victims are children like Andy and the kids in the TV series or someone in a situation like Nika being in a wheelchair with limited escape options. When it comes to the series, the second one is the best in my opinion. I felt like it had better pacing, better acting, and Chucky is more menacing in this one because he's seeking vengeance rather than just trying to convince a kid to give up his body. I think the bonding with Andy and Kyle was also a good addition, but sadly wasn't revisited until 30 years later with the show. Thank you, Ren, for that very detailed response. Uh, friend of the show, future guest Boomer. Child's Play is a great time, but it's not quite as good as the sequel. Six out of ten. And finally, Esmaz1983 says eight, and I only say this because two is better. So, uh, Nico, you get to go first on this one. <clears throat> what are you going to rate Child's Play on a scale of zero to ten? I'll give it an eight. An eight. And the two that I'm taking off is because there's better in the franchise. Okay. And I mean, it's it's... It's probably top three, but it's like there's better. And the other one is it spawned that fucking awful remake. <laughs> you can't take that away from this movie. It, I'm, I'm fucking doing it because it's that bad. <laughs> uh, Mac, on a scale of zero to ten, what are you going to score Child's Play? So I give it an eight, but I did give it a ten on Scare Factor for me because. Uh, like I said, I had a good guy doll, man. So I'm biased right now. This movie scared the shit out of me when I was a child. And if if it's something that could scare me, not a lot has scared me, especially now in the recent years. I think I might say malignant. And that was more of like, not like a scare. Like, oh my God, it was just more creepy where I was like, oh my fucking God. So eight, I agree with uh, the people on Twitter, but on the scare factor, it's going to be a 10. Awesome. Uh, I, I like to be a little bit different, and I'm also generally 
the harsh, the harder of uh, the two of us on this show for being critics. So just to be a little bit different, I'm going to give this a seven point five. <laughs> but that's valid. Um, you know, like I say, there, there, there are other better movies in the franchise, and again, it's one of those things. It's a rare thing because some of the later movies, for my opinion, the second one at least, is the better movie in the franchise. So yeah. often with these things, it's the original, and then every single sequel afterwards is of diminishing returns. But not with, not with this franchise. So I, I really really think it stands out in that aspect as well. Um, and there are, there are a few issues with with the pacing, and you know, there's a couple of iffy lines and, and scenes mm. in there. So yeah, seven point five. I, I'm gonna go with. Uh, so, all of the critic scores and our scores combined gives Child's Play a score on average of 7.1 out of 10. It puts it in 12th place on our leaderboard of the now 27 movies we've covered on the show. So, Nico, you're a little... I mean, that's it. not bad. That's 12th not place bad. isn't bad. The 12th place is good. You know, it's it's, <coughs> it's, a, it's still above, you know, really well-known movies. You know, we've got just below it. It's actually one place above Doctor Sleep, Nico. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, it's got. It I mean, I don't know what did y'all what what was the rating for Doctor Sleep? So Dr. A seven Sleep got a seven on average. Nico, you gave it. You only gave from Doctor Sleep a seven point five. Nico. Yeah. I gave it. A, the the shining's better. I gave it a four. <laughs> I I was amazed he gave it a four. To be honest. I, mean, I would give Doctor Sleep. I know this is late, but <laughs> yo, I enjoyed that movie a lot, and I guess Me I got too. I got bias from my man uh, Obi Wan being in it. But <laughs> I give that shit a solid eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I I was close to giving it an eight, but it's just The Shining so much superior to it. I think yeah. I like it's The just... Shining, but like I don't have that love that a lot of people have for The Shining. Yeah. The Shining was mad good, yeah, but. I, I, I took Doctor Sleep like I get it that it's connected and shit, but I put Doctor Sleep in its own little like I like how they did that better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I um, love Doctor Sleep. I, I cannot get off that pedestal. It's amazing. Yeah, I know Nico, you bring it up every episode. But it's uh, <laughs> you are the one that brings it up. I, I just come back. Um yeah. other movies around Child's Play on our leaderboard, just below it as well, we've also got Krampus and Event Horizon. Uh, just in a couple of places. Oh, I like the Vent Horizon. The Vent Horizon is... Just above it. uh, Just above it, we've got uh, Scream, which is one place above it, which is just outside the top ten now. And then you've also... I prefer this to Scream. Yeah. And you've also got, just above it, Gremlins and American Psycho. American Psycho is rightfully above it. I love American Psycho's, but Gremlin... And, yo, people probably kill me if they heard this and just leave it in. I will put Chucky above Gremlins. No, oh, no, no, no. That's no. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I think Gremlins. That's... Gremlins is good. I love Gremlins, but... but I think that's a fair statement. This first... <laughs> I, I don't know. Sorry. Sorry, Nico. Sorry. Uh, we'll, we'll take that as an opportunity to, to, to move on. We'll get into some of the bad letterboxed reviews. This is where I troll the horror movie review site, but letterboxed, and trying to find a couple of the slightly more amusing, maybe risque reviews on the site. So we've got a few the, here. The um, ones from idiots, basically. The ones from idiots, basically, yeah. Um, why couldn't the doll be nice and just sort of hang out? Maybe smoke some weed and crack some jokes. Well, weren't they called good guy dolls? The original one was, you twat. I mean, he did also crack some jokes. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he smokes weed later on. Yeah, I think he does. I, I mean, hey, hey, I'm smoking weed right now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Nico, have you got clothes on for this, by the way? 
Have a guess. I'm going, okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> next up, why didn't the bad guy transfer his soul into something sick, like an Xbox? I mean, just fuck it work. We I, I mean, yeah, like your own, like I, I, I'm a Microsoft guy. I love my Xbox. <laughs> but if I turn my Xbox on and he starts talking shit to me, how's it gonna kill me? I throw this shit right out the window. Fuck <laughs> exactly. Yeah, totally agree with you. And have you got the Series X yet? It's amazing. I love my Series X. I waited oh, online for so that good. shit. <laughs> so um, good. You know what's weird? When you watch a movie because of a Simpsons Treehouse of Horror segment, and the segment is actually kind of better. <laughs> Yo, I love the Simpsons, so shout to them all day like so i'm I'll, not I'll surprised i had to throw this in because i'm gonna just shamefully plug my other podcast here check out my... <laughs> you do that <laughs> check out my simpsons review podcast it's called willie here's you a scottish simpsons podcast check that out available wherever podcasts can be found uh, and na- where's where's willie from uh, scotland yeah if we're about in scotland i love willie scotland <laughs> he's from aberdeen you twat how do you not know that he's, he's not he's not from aberdeen yeah, he is. It's, there's it's, one of the episodes where he goes, "Aye, like us folk from Aberdeen." No, but there's from a, he, says, he says he's from more than one place. Uh, well, I remember him saying Aberdeen, so he's from well, here. Listen, fuck listen, you guys also late, had the late and great Sean Connery. I love him. So, <laughs> yeah, true legend. Yeah, absolutely. Highlander is one of my favorite movies, by the way. He's a Freemason. Or he he did the the man who became king, and that's a I'm a Freemason, so that's like one of my favorite movies. But uh, yeah, and he, him as Bond, uh, the great, the greatest. Um, just a couple more to go. Uh, next one, always the gingers. It is. They don't have souls. <laughs> yeah, that's Bob, what I was told. You beat me to it. You beat me to it. That's what I was been told. <laughs> it's true. And no ginger has a soul. And uh, thank you, Nico. What what color hair you got, Ian? Strawberry blonde. Uh. <laughs> you have no soul. I have no soul, it's fine. You'd be uh, fucked. That's why you like the new one, because you would be able to fucking put your soul in a fucking doll. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, I'd rather get double teamed by a chimpanzee and a gorilla every day for the rest of my life than to ever put myself through watching this film. What? Uh, Never uh, that. Uh, I definitely wouldn't like that. You're either getting fucked or eaten. Yo, monkeys are strong as fuck. <laughs> like, this movie is not that bad to get destroyed on a daily basis. Oh, yeah, honestly, like, Mark, go through, go just pick some of your favorite films and go through Letterboxd. There's some wild reviews on there. Oh, oh shit. Uh, but that's it. That's going to do it for the bad Letterboxd reviews. So, Mark, this is the this is the part of the episode where we're, we're going to challenge you a little bit because this right. is our horror trivia challenge. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> Hello, Amanda. I want to play a game. See, there's no pressure because as soon as I I got told it's on a timer, my brain left my body. It's not on a timer. You don't have a set amount of time. I'll try. I just you do know though though like I'm not like how how my man my man Bane says it the initiated. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not. But we can try. Come on. That's okay. There's there's absolutely no pressure. It's just a little bit of fun that we do on the show. Basically, I give you 15 questions. Okay. There's quite a few questions. Some are easy, some are <coughs> more difficult, and okay. all you have to do is get as many right as you can. If you're unsure oh, of right. one... Tell, tell them the score to beat. The score to beat is five. Okay. That was six I got last time. Well, well, the score to beat to not be last is five. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Six um, to beat? Six right. to beat for the leaderboard. Um... If you are unsure of one, you can pass, and we will come back to it. You will get a second opportunity to go back to it. Okay. We do time these things just as a... As a Thanks t- for telling me this now, though. 
I, I do this to everyone. This is the uh, Nico was very rage, very furious uh, when I did this. Maybe I should start telling people because I'm actually gonna pull my cigarette out <laughs> so I can pay attention. All right. Uh, we do time these things, but that's more for just a tiebreaker sort of thing to sort people out on the leaderboards. It's not. Oh, I was saying, it's a cigarette now, is it? <laughs> well, no, no. That was in my bowl. If you're looking at my screen, <laughs> the cigarette was after. Um, so on, on some basic instinct shit. <laughs> so, Mark, are you ready? I'm ready. Take as much time as you need. Remember, you can pass and we can come back to the questions at the end. I won't tell you the answers to the questions until we've done all the questions, okay? Okay. And, and good luck, but not too much. Alright. <laughs> Here we go. Your time starts now. Which movie has the tagline, I want to play a game? Uh, Saw. Which horror movie led to the MPAA introducing the PG-13 rating? Pass. Who directed The Descent and Dog Soldiers, as well as episodes of Game of Thrones and Hannibal? Pass. <laughs> In what year was the Hills Have Eyes remake released? Uh, 2002. Who directed the movie Hostel? Quentin Tarantino? Tim Curry plays which fictional killer clown in a 90s TV miniseries? Uh, it. The song Tiptoe Through the Tulips features in the movie Insidious, but who sang it? Pass. Who played the role of Professor Van Helsing in Bram Stoker's Dracula? Pass. Daniel Robitaille is better known as which famous horror villain? So, Leatherface? The movie Jaws takes place in which fictional location? Jaws? Isn't that in, like, some somewhere in New York? Uh, well, pass. <laughs> <laughs> there will be food and drink and ghosts, and perhaps even a few murders, is a quote from which 1950s horror movie starring Vincent Price? The birds? I don't know. Nothing old. <laughs> In which U.S. state does the action of the Blair Witch Project take place? Massachusetts. Marilyn Burns, Edwin Neal, Alan Danziger, and Gunnar Hansen star in which classic 70s horror movie? Um, God damn, what the fuck's the name of that? Uh... Ah, man. What's the name of this movie I'm thinking of? Uh, pass. Okay. Uh, what is the name of the demon in Hereditary? Uh, Beelzebub. What is the name of Ginger's sister in the movie Ginger Snaps? I've never seen that. Carla. <laughs> Okay, that's your 15. We'll go back to some oh of the ones God. that you passed on. That, that was nice. That was, I never that was a little crazy. All right. First, I think uh, so I used six of them. So don't feel so bad. Um, I think I used six of them. Well, Nico, and you, possibly you, two. We'll, we'll score you, Nico, as well, just before we you can give your answers to. Question no, two. no, you're fine. Which horror, movie, which horror movie led to the MPAA introducing the PG-13 rating? Um, Halloween. Okay. I think I think I know that one. Well, we'll get to it. It's not you're wasting 
Max Titan. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Who directed... You're not wasting my time. It's Sunday, I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> Who directed The Descent and Dog Soldiers, as well as episodes of Game of Thrones and Hannibal? I don't know directors, so I'm just going to say John something. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was the next one you passed on? The song Tiptoe Through the Tulips featured in the movie Insidious, but who sang it? Mm, David Bowie. Uh, I can't remember if you passed on this one. Who played the role of Professor Van Helsing in Bram Stoker's Dracula? I did. Um, Dracula... I don't know. That's you, your answer. You were talking about him earlier. No, we weren't. <laughs> Sean Connery? Like, what? That's the only person I remember we were talking about. Nico, that's, the worst, that's the worst hint you've ever given. Listen, I, ex- I, don't, I don't even expect oh, no, to know some Sorry, of these. Uh, I think you've got just one more. <laughs> Marilyn Burns, Edwin Neal, Alan Danziger, and Gunnar Hansen starred in which classic 70s horror movie? Um... The, what's the one with Leatherface? Texas. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Thank okay. you. There we go. And I think that's them all. Ooh, that was rough. Um, I'm going to say, Nico, <laughs> I think you're, you're, you're safe. <laughs> yeah, you're good. And Rob and Candy, I'm sorry. See, <laughs> <laughs> it's a nightmare when you put against I'm it. so sorry, guys. Um, we'll go through these again. Nico, you can let us know what you thought. Question number one. Which movie had the tagline, I want to play a game? Uh, you said Saw. You started yeah. off so high, because that's the right answer. So yeah. you started off right there. So it's, it's not a zero. That's the most I, important I got, thing. I got that one. The most important <laughs> thing is to not get a zero. So you're, you're, you're right. way there. Question number two. This is a tricky one. We have talked about this movie actually a couple of times today. Which horror movie led to the MPAA introducing the PG-13 rating? Nico, did you know this one? Is it not Poltergeist? It's not Poltergeist. Uh, it's Gremlins. Oh, it's Gremlins. it's Gremlins. I knew it was one of the two. I couldn't remember. Oh, which wow. One. Okay. I picked the wrong one. Uh, and it was also a combination of Gremlins and I think it was Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom that led them to, to introducing it. Oh, so that one was a thought? double answer? You could have had either. Um, yeah. I went with Gremlins as it's the horror movie, so... Because uh, they were close to a poltergeist because it was so violent yeah. for a PG. Well, that's what they were saying for the Gremlins. You know, it was, it was, you know, it was. It's kind of like a family Christmas film at times, and then you've got yeah. people talking about slitting their wrists. So it's, yeah, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a bit. It's a, yeah, I get that. Question three: Who directed the Descent and Dog Soldiers, as well as episodes of Game of Thrones? I know Animal? this one. You got this one, Nico. I got this one. What is it? Well, Dog Soldiers were my favorite movie, so it it's is. Neil Marshall. It's Neil Marshall, yeah. That was yeah. A, that was a tough one, though. If you've not, I don't know directors. Yeah, if you've not seen that movie <laughs> as well, it is, it's a tough one. Question number four: In what year was the Hills of Eyes remake released? Nico, what are you going for? I would have said two thousand and one. Uh, it was two thousand and six, actually. Oh was, wow! Just, oh. But you were so close. Just a few years out there, so not too bad. He was closer. He um, I actually feel a little bad for you. I, I might give you a half point for this one, Mark. Who directed the movie nope. Hostel, Nico? No half points. Uh, no, no, no. You gotta get for that. <laughs> Eli Roth. It's Eli Roth, but Tarantino did produce it. 
That's fuck all to do with it. Eli Roth fucking directed. You know what? I'm, I'm giving a half point. You know, I'm, I'm, How dare you? I'm the host. I'm the host you? of this show, Nico. Yeah, I'll take I'm, it. I'm gonna give a half point for that. One and a half points is not not too shabby. Um, I'm also gonna give you a half. I'm gonna give you a half point for this next one. Oh so my it's, god! Tim Curry plays which fictional killer clown in a '90s TV miniseries? The answer. You're right. It's it. I was looking for Pennywise, but I will give you. It. Oh. You very much, okay. You very much knew what that was, so I'm gonna give you that what? one. He is referred to as it. As he well. is referred to as he it. Gets, so. He gets a full point. For so that. you're going to get a point for that one. Oh, nice. Yeah. Two and a half. Two and a half. <laughs> uh, question seven. The song Tiptoe Through the Tulips features in the movie Insidious, but who sang it? Do you know this, Nico? Tiptoe. Sorry, I'm just getting through the song. But he, no, I have no, no it's, idea. It's a Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. I said Bowie. I don't even know what the fuck I was thinking. <laughs> like, see, when you said Bowie, I was stifling laughter. I'm like, that sounds nothing like Bowie. Question number eight. Who played the role of Professor Van Helsing in Bram Stoker's Dracula? Nico, who were I you talking I, about? I, I just realized how I fucked up. I thought it was Gary Oldman who played the vampire. No, I'd misheard you. No. I know who it is. It's Anthony Hopkins. It's Anthony Hopkins. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I misheard you. I genuinely misheard Nico, you. Nico, I'm gonna have to, Nico, based on that, I'm going to have to ask you to refrain from giving tips in the future. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely misheard you. I thought you said vampire. Oh, question number nine. Daniel Robitaille is better known as which famous horror villain? Nico, you got this one? Who did you say? Daniel Robitaille. Uh, fuck. Uh, no. No, it's uh, Candyman. Oh, okay. He is the Candyman. Which is a, another movie I was on House of Screams for, to talk about and go check that one out as well. <laughs> Just an episode full of shameless plugs. Question 10. The movie Jaws takes place in which fictional location? Yo, I thought that was New York. <laughs> like, you, know, you know what? Hold on. Don't even say nothing because my wife's sitting behind me. That's her favorite movie. Babe, where was uh, Jaws? Where did Jaws take place? Babe, Bobby. are you even listening to me? No. Where did, where did Jaws take place? Amity. Cape Cod, I think. Oh, you're wrong too, then. She <laughs> said, she said Cape Cod. It's uh, it's Amity Island. Yeah. Uh, Amity, Amity Island. Yeah. She said yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the right answer. She's <laughs> gonna say yes. Question, question number eleven. There will be food and drink and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. Is a quote from which 1950s horror movie with starring Vincent Price? Nico. Is that not the monster one? That, what's the title? They, what's it? Oh, fuck, is it Monsters Ball or something? It's not. It's House on Haunted Hill. Oh, okay. I you said 1950s? One, you know, 1950s. 1950s. Uh, come on. That, that was like asking me, do I know what size bra I wear or something? Like <laughs> Question... Yeah, I'm about, I'm about a beat cup right now. <laughs> Question number 12. In which US state does the action of the Blair Witch Project take place? You said Massachusetts. Nico, have you got an answer? I thought it was Massachusetts as well. It's it's Maryland. Oh, okay. Maryland? Yeah. Oh shit, I don't, I immediately thought of Salem Mass. Yeah, no. Same. I thought the same. When you said that, I'm like, he's got that right. Question number 13. Marilyn Burns, Edwin Neal, Alan Danziger, and Gunnar Hansen starred in which classic 70s horror movie? You got this one. It was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, did I? See? Did. See? I said Texas. It helped. Fuck you. And question number 14, what is the name of the demon in Hereditary? You said Beelzebub, Nico, you, you got this? 
Uh, no, I didn't. Actually. It definitely wasn't that. Though. It was. It's uh, not because he threw me off. Because Susie said Beelzebub. I went. I that devil put aside for me. <laughs> for me. For it was, me. The answer was Paimon. Paimon. And finally, question number fifteen. What's the name of Ginger's sister in the movie Ginger Snaps? You didn't get this. Nico, did you get this? Uh, no idea because I was still singing the song at that point. Fair enough. Uh, it was Bridget. It was Bridget. So not overall, I'll, ta- I'll, I'll take my three and a half and overall, a skedaddle, gentlemen. <laughs> I, I, I got five. Three and a half is it's okay. You know, like there was a moment there when I was a little bit worried, but you, you pulled it through and you got a few. You got a few right. So so I'm I think not lost. You're you're not lost. No no I I will take this last seat on this horror train. Yeah. <laughs> uh, f- uh, just before we get out of here, we've just got one more thing to get through. It's the mailbag, Nico, because you've got mail this week, Nico. Oh. Oh. Uh, from Boomer, and it's specifically to do with the trivia <laughs> challenge. <It's>, uh, <laughs> Boomer says, Nico. You have nothing to worry about with the trivia challenge. I'm terrible at trivia. When I watch horror, it's about the vibe and feelings I have during the experience, so I never pay much attention to the details. I'm in a lot of trouble. Of course, Boomer being a feature guest on the show. So there you go. Some sympathy for you there, Nico. Thank you, Boomer. But genuinely, as soon as it's timed, my brain is gone. Yes, yes. Well, that is going to do it for this week's show. Mac, thank you so much for appearing on the show. It was um, an absolute pleasure having you on. You're welcome back anytime uh, at all. Uh, I think you're muted. (laughs) I was just just saying thank you for having me, and I will do some homework so I don't suck it up too bad. No, or I, I could totally just, enjoyed this episode. Or I could just fun. pay you. So come like, back anytime. I'll pay. I'll send you some PayPal. You what get the question I, I answers. Heard, I think you got all fifteen of those right there, Mark. And that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank I you so much for joining here. us. I love being here. No, you guys are cool. Um, and you are welcome back anytime, Nico. As always, thank you so much for joining me again in the show. Yeah, thanks for being on, and thanks for having me on as well. Yeah. And. JLS is one of the fun ones. I've really enjoyed this episode, so thanks for being on. Absolutely. Up next on the show, we're talking about a a sequel. We're going into sequel territory because we're talking about Halloween 2. Excited for that one, Nico? Uh, Yeah, but that's not what I thought we were doing. No, no, it's not. I just (laughs) threw that one in there as a curveball for you. I watched the other one. I had to make a slight change to the the schedule um, just because... Uh, um, just for timings on getting some of our guests on. But uh, coming up soon as well, um, Mac, we've got uh, one of your co-hosts on The House of Screams, David's coming on to the show to nice. talk about The Omen. We're going to be doing The Omen with David. Um, nice. So That's what I thought we were doing next. No, we had, to, uh, that, we had to postpone that for a couple of weeks. Just some scheduling conflicts, nothing. I mean, you guys are, you know, like right now, it's 12.47 for me. What is it for you it's, guys? Uh, Four? Five forty seven for us. Yeah. It's, all, so. it's already nighttime for you guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bed after this. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've got David coming on in the next couple of weeks. We'll also have Boomer coming on the show in the next few weeks as well to do Lost Boys the Tribe. So Ooh, um, Lost Boys, such a good movie. Uh, we've we've done Lost Boys. Yeah, this is the, Lost Boys the Tribe. The tribe. Is a, the tribe is not. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one, so I'll just act like I didn't hear that. I uh, well, I do not recommend. <laughs> But uh, yeah, thanks once again to Mac for coming on the show. Thank you to you, Nico. Thank you to everyone for downloading and listening to this episode. And we hope you will join us next time. And until next week, you all stay spooky out there.